I'm Sierra McGreer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that asked the question, what if Colossus had found Reddit back in the early 2000s? <laughs> uh, we're back with more Avengers versus X-Men. Uh, and this little batch of episodes we're recording, we have a kind of a wide swing of content and quality and... Ah, man, uh, this is this is just the can, whole thing is all over the place, Gary. Can, can I say a general thing about this crossover that's uh, now bugging me mm-hmm. with it that just started with this week? Uh, the whole idea was the, the X-Men got this power. The Avengers spent a long time being like, they're going to turn evil. They're going to turn evil. Let's fight them. They're going to turn evil. And then that happened for a long time. And now everyone's evil. Like it just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when, when did this character development that we're going to see here with Colossus happen? I'd, when did I mean, he go from like a, a Ciderock bot to Reddit Phoenix incel, incel Phoenix? Presumably like when he hung out with a bunch of Sinisters, right? Like we, that was, yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> Sinister solid. poison pilled him or whatever the fuck pilled him. Like while yeah. they were the fighting red, the red and, diamond, take, yeah. do you take the red diamond or the blue diamond? Oh, Jesus. Uh, um. <laughs> it's also the thing that's starting to bug me about the, the X-Men as Phoenix as, as vessels for the Phoenix force is there's a lot of talk about cosmic power and, um, you know, a, a unbelievable control over life and death itself and things like that. And then like very pedestrian use of that stuff. Uh, and I don't know, like taking, taking your girlfriend to a date in the bottom of the ocean floor is you like Moses yourself. There is, is, is a pretty pedestrian use of your power. Like it just screams, like I've got a tiny dick and I'd, it's fine if you have a tiny dick i'm just saying you're compensating for something like you're obviously not you need to do something more than the next guy and i'm i don't know man like it's just it's just like i said just feels real pedestrian colossus definitely has a tiny dick um there's no i don't think there's any way around it yeah sure yeah dudes Mm -hmm. like this i can heat I'm a, I, you know, we've talked about Colossus in this run a lot because the Satorak demon and Juggernaut stuff like had us both kind of interested in his development up to this and, and definitely after this. But boy, I have never been more disappointed in a Colossus comic book than I, have, than I am in this one. This is horrible. It doesn't read. It doesn't read right. I don't I don't feel like uh, this is this is a bad couple of issues for Jason Aaron, who is yeah. someone I generally like. I don't like how he writes the x-men very much like i I like how he likes wolverine like his solo wolverine run is great but i don't think he has a great handle on the rest of these x-men um it kind of you know again it doesn't just instantly colossus can't just be evil he's also like a a really gross kind of evil exactly and it doesn't feel phoenixy like it doesn't feel like the phoenix would turn you into more of a stalker horn dog yeah phoenix should should be less small ball than that exactly mm-hmm. yeah like i feel like the the phoenix force would just cause him not even just would he would just start with blowing up the school right like there would just be no yeah, question yeah. like he would skip to the end part of this and be like oh this thing that i want kitty pride is distracted by this thing i don't like the wolverine school of x-men let me eliminate the the latter to so i can get the former like i think feel like that's yeah. just like a, a bare bones equation for a cosmic thing and instead we get this long-winded thing which you know and maybe and i don't know the backstory on any of this stuff i never look it up but um it does have kind of a whiff of uh editorial like we want somebody write this issue <laughs> you know what uh, i'm yeah, saying sure and and aaron being like, like okay i'll do my best the, the 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 people in control of this eventually being like hey we haven't actually shown the x-men being very evil yeah like you know maybe colossus could go crazy for kitty 
Well, let's um no. let's get into it. So our cover yeah. is a uh, a a phoenix up colossus handing some flowers to a very very uh, nervous and <laughs> giddy pride. Um, with that, with that, a real gym face from the office. It, yeah, yeah, like just a real. Um, she doesn't really have a collar, and if she did, she'd be tugging it. Um, yeah, yeah. With a smattering of our X Men kids in the background. Um, I don't know why. Quit a goofier is. cover than for what happens in this. Uh, yeah, this, this issue. Uh, it's called "My Dinner with Phoenix." Is the name of it. Uh, the art in this, I think, is pretty dodgy. I do too. Um, mm-hmm. The interior art. The uh, I don't know this this artist. Um, Joy, Jorge Molina. I think we, actually, I think we've seen Jorge before on this uh, this series. But I don't like it very much. It's weird. There's some weird kitties, off-brand NFT kitties in this thread. <laughs> so, so there. It starts off. We're gonna have a flashback. It starts off with them uh, having dinner, and Colossus really uh, laying on thick in a in a way that I don't again doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's like, uh, you know, you've seen our accomplishes accomplishments, haven't you? I don't think that he would be so naive to think like, yes, it, it's this weird thing where I think Kitty should be in, impressed by them saving millions of lives but it doesn't feel like something colossus would brag about this way because that's what they do and it doesn't read like a way that the phoenix would change his personality to me and, and like and incredibly over the top and like really dumbass ways like even if i make the world perfect it is nothing for me without you in my life like real like 13 year old jeremy in love with the redhead kind of poetry bullshit <laughs> like yes. you know what i'm saying like just real real childlike almost i guess is what i'm getting to and then the, the whole setup where he's you know floating down dishes of these prepared fish and and lobster and, and things and, and you know the next page is going to reveal that he is literally parted the sea and he's pulling these fish off like fresh fish or whatever it's just a little over the top. Like it's just a He's little extreme. Them with the Phoenix Force, presumably. Oh yeah, and absolutely. That, that to me opens up all kinds of cans of worms. <laughs> like, the, the the Phoenix Force can perfectly sous vide a salmon. That's pretty impressive to me. I mean, if <laughs> you if you side. if you can alter the temperature of specific molecules in a dish, I mean, you're the perfect chef. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take that, Molecular Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> The uh, so you know reveals this, and she's really weirded out by it. It also has the thing too, where when he's res- he's saying like here's all these great works, she's doing the same thing that everyone on that side of this does, where they're just like I don't know, it feels weird, you know, and it's it's inadequate. Mm-hmm. Like the scales still don't feel balanced until he turns into you know this this Reddit monster, in this. Um, there, you know, she's like, maybe you should let me talk first. You know, he's like, oh, great. We're going to fall in love. And she's like, uh, you know, I got things to say. We flash back at this point to her at the school. Um, Deathbird apparently was a teacher at the school. And maybe that's why we got a whole fucking issue about her and the, the kill priest of the suicide mountains. Um, I don't remember her being and, a, a teacher at the school before this, but I, I kind of breathe. I, I wasn't really in love with this series, but as I was reading everything up to this, so maybe mm-hmm. that maybe I just put it out yeah. of my mind. So, so a lot of people told me this was very good, and it, I get what's I get why someone might like it, but it's not hitting. Didn't mm-hmm. hit right for me either. I, I actually the first time I started reading, I quit when it got to this crossover because I was like, I don't want to read the whole crossover, and I never really regretted it. Um, she's kind of got the remainders here because all the teachers are all fighting. Um, so, uh, Deathbird has to, uh, has to teach class. This is Husk. 
mm-hmm. which I didn't realize. Hosk must have some kind of uh, new mutation or disease. Um, they've got a Deathlock, they've got Dupe, and then they've got Toad uh, for some reason. Also teaching weird, you know, Toad on loan from the Fables collection. Yeah, uh, Toad. And he's the um, he's he's very much like yeah. the butt of the joke of this book, um, and gen- of the series. Like <laughs> until that really creepy little serious scene that we're going to hear in a second. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just um, incredible. But he's, I mean, he is um, he's very much yeah. like, oh, he's the janitor guy of of whatever is going on. Um, I I don't I don't have much experience with Deathlock. Like it's a character I remember reading a lot as a kid, but I don't remember anything that happened. And um, reading him in the Uncanny X Force, and then he gets transitioned from there to this. He just spits out statistics about how horrible everything is all the time, and it's a it's a it's a joke that really works for me for some reason. Like this Deathlock is it, really it, great for me. I, I like him a lot in uh, uh, X Force. Yeah, a lot. Um, you know, she's like, okay, uh, you know, who? No one's teaching fourth period. She's trying to keep it together. That's the fourth period is where the Bamfs are, the tiny little naked uh, night crawlers, um, whom I find a little annoying uh, running around. Uh, they're going to head on over there. Uh, she tries to talk to Husk, but it, Husk doesn't answer. And it's because she left her, <laughs> her skin, which is it's good to see she's still doing this. You know, we talked about Generation X or, or whatever, mm-hmm. her just leaving her skin around. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is a tradition that's lasted decades. Uh, Very funny. I love Dupe's uh, facial expression as she's confessing to it, leaving <laughs> just a bunch of skin around. Like he's just his arms crossed, like side eyes. He knows this shit's disgusting. Yeah. He's like, I'm an alien blob of green and I am way better than this. <laughs> I know this is gross. And uh, Toad is like, ooh, let me clean it up. And then we get him his little fantasy of him pouring tea for a husk skin where he has framed and mounted other parts of her skin. This is this is not uh, good. <laughs> yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh. Yeah, hey kids, framed skin. Yeah, uh, the uh, so this fun comic relief character also has a skin, skin a lot of skin art in his uh, his apartment. His uh, his haircut is very like nineteen sixties Beatles. I feel like, or maybe like nineteen fifties yeah. Beatles, and I just don't like it. It's off putting to me. In a very he looks like a Fables character to me. Like, yeah, I, I mean, you, you call that. Comic. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, um, it's a weird look. Is it, you know him not his eyes never being shown? Yeah, like, that's extremely Fables. Very Bill Willingham. Um, um, so Kitty is, is trying to keep everything together. She's trying to figure out like how they're going to go on when flowers mysteriously appear in front of her. Uh, and outside is Colossus, who is like, hey, I want to ask you for a date. Um, and then everybody goes out kind of expecting a fight. Um, and, you know, Kitty Pride is just like, hey, I can I can handle this. Like, you guys just go control the school. And if I don't come back, like, just, you know, call the Avengers, I guess. I don't really know what to do. Um, and this is going to switch us over to another part of the book uh, where Magic and Iceman and Angel, Iceman and Angel being members of the school, which is why we're switching over to them, um, tracking down Avengers, in this case, the thing from Fantastic Four. Yeah. With, his, with my least favorite thing outfit. Yeah. Not good. Um, you know, they get into a fight. Magic's being much more hardline. You know, humans are bad. Uh, Avengers deserve no mercy, you know, uh, until Iceman eventually freezes him uh, here reluctantly, uh, getting him in jail. Iceman goes to go talk to Cyclops. This is a very revealing scene to me. Uh, you know, he's like, what the hell are you doing? And he, he says, I'm stealing the San Andreas fault. No more earthquakes for California. Uh, again, I, I hate to keep I turned to a fucking broken record. Incalculable good. 
I mean, just like, is that permanent? Incalculable. Are there no more, in the yeah. in the 616, are there no more earthquakes in California? Because, goddamn, like, how many lives is that going to save? Like, Yeah, because Scott fixed it. Like, I, I live in the Pacific Northwest. Every other day I open up, you know, YouTube. It's a PBS thing about preparing for the mega quake mm-hmm. that is, like, on the timer that is going to hit up here. There's, like, this impending natural disaster that they don't know when it's going to show up, but it's going to be a really big deal. I'd be pretty grateful if Phoenix Force just taking that worry off my mind. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. uh, and he, he moves on. After that, you know, I've got some rivers to build in Africa, an extinct species of tiger to rekindle in Bali, and then some children in the Ukraine to purge of birth, birth defects. Later, I could use your help rebuilding the Arctic Ice Shield. Bobby? Bobby's gone. It is too boring to Iceman. <laughs> the accountant. That's that doing Man, all this stuff accountant. on account of, of them fighting an Avenger. He's like, no, that's all really good. The Avengers are more important, though. I just feel kind of icky. I feel kind of icky about this, you Gary. Know? I mean, I know. I hate I, it. I know you guys it's are. so stupid. Like, uh. it's, really, it, it's really frustrating, like, watching Iceman specifically, because I feel like Iceman would is the kind of character that would be extremely down for some of these like large scale events that don't involve like punching, right? Uh, yeah. Like that's one of the things about Iceman that I remember from comic books is like, hey, I don't the, all of the fighting stuff is just a drag. Like I want the world to be a better place. I don't want to punch my way to it. And like I, I feel like he would be listening to Cyclops right now, going like, oh yeah, let's go to the Arctic, like right now. Let's go rebuild the ice shield. Like I'll help. This is exactly the kind of shit that I you know I want to do it's scott is is uh jonas jr adventure and then iceman is the monarch in this <laughs> like he wants to play and the avengers are like the guild like no 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 no. this is what superheroes do is they punch they wait for supervillains do something horrible and they punch them yeah you know and this is the thing that makes iceman quit the 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 scott's team which and is then, in, like, what the what part of this made you fucking quit, you weirdo? Which is insanity like, to me. Like, oh, I, I had to go beat yeah. up the thing, um, and that sucked. And then I went and talked to the boss, and he was doing much more important things with his time. <laughs> and now that yep. that sucks too. So I'm going to I'm going to quit the team. I'm not going to be on that team. Yeah, I'm back at anymore. the school. You know, it's very frustrating. Uh, I just I, I it's the essential. It's the thing. You know how in um, Civil War, that comic. Right. Like uh, a lot of people, myself included, like I think there's some joy to be found in that comic. It's considered to be a bad comic. People hate Mark Miller. Uh, I think there's some joy to be found in that and just like the the fun action figure smashing stuff. But people got really mad um, about how villainous Iron Man was during it. You know, it's it's basically responsible for the kind of like people not liking Iron Man now because they made a clone of Thor. They killed Giant Man. It was really dumb. Everyone acts kind of evil for no good reason. And the essential problem with that comic is that, like, they're, both sides are a little right, and they immediately go to cloning, you know, yeah. their friend to, to into murder bots. It's just stupid. The essential conflict of this is that no, the essential problem with this crossover is this is never dealt with. Like, maybe at the end, someone will give a speech and Captain America will look at the camera and be like, you know, you can do a lot of good, but it doesn't matter if you get there through a bad way. And I just don't buy it as a lesson. It yeah. sucks to me that the the uh, Phoenix X Men are just turning evil during this this bank of up issues, uh, just after being poked for two thirds of the crossover for not really doing anything wrong. Yeah, 
Um, it's a huge problem. And, there, and there's been some like a little bit of evidence of like, oh, maybe maybe they can't quite control this power or whatever. But there's and we're going to there's an extensive debate about this. And one of the new Avengers issues we're going to cover in this batch. Um, but like they actually haven't shown themselves to be not in control. And that's the thing that I keep coming back to is like, they haven't fucked up yet. Like they really haven't. Yeah. Like it's this, it's this, this is the turning point. Like Colossus is kind of being a jerk right now, but he's not being a, a, a worldwide scale jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. he still fixed he? that, that all of that electricity problem from a while back. Like that gives him, it doesn't give him the right to badger kitty into no. marrying him, but it also like gives him a little bit of credit. Well, and he, uh, and, and then the other evil, turn that we have here is uh emma whispering in namor's ear and namor going after wakanda mm-hmm. and like namor is going after wakanda because the avengers are there uh and the avengers keep fighting them and are at war with them are constantly trying to stop them for doing this shit i kind of get it yeah you know uh there is an element i think of this that you know later you know we're, mr fantastic's gonna say it like they haven't done anything until we started poking them uh and i think that there's so much to that um, I hate that this is the scene that makes Iceman quit. Yeah. Uh, drives me nuts. We go back to our poorly illustrated dinner mm-hmm. uh, with some truly awful uh, skull shapes on Colossus. This, uh, this. the middle panel and, in the in the top half of the page is. Yep. I, I I guess I always assumed that his teeth would be metal too <laughs> when he changed. <laughs> But I mean, and then in the face at the bottom where he looks like a, like a, like mm-hmm. a lizard person is about to come out from underneath his skin is also very disconcerting to me. Yeah. Neither of these, he looks like a, he's got the a head shape of a Sultan sanctuary character in the bottom <laughs> panel. <laughs> he absolutely. Like, absolutely <laughs> does. Yes. Yes. Like, Oh, it's, it's no good. It's not, um, it's, it's not good. Uh, Kitty is yeah. expressing her concern that this power is going to corrupt him. And he's like, ha ha ha. No, not at all. I can tell that you still love me. Let it out. Let us be again yeah. as we once were. And she's like, nah, fam, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like you guys are liking up Avengers and I think that's creepy and I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, it all comes down to weird Avengers worship. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he's like, that's their fault. You know, they're too stubborn. Um, you know, uh, they, they can't see what we're doing is for the good of the world. And he's like, is it? And it's like, I here, here, here's a list of a million names. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What is the opposite of a uh, memorial? Oh, it's a bunch of living people. Oh, let's go look at them. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I can show you a country. I don't have to show you a wall of names. And the, the frustrating thing is, is like, I think he, she, her saying is it is an okay question like you know hey some of these people are our friends some of them are our family you're putting them in jail there's no trial like there's the question here is like yeah are you are you should you be allowed to do this is this the right thing to do and the answer should be absolutely like they they are fighting us on a fundamental level from turning this world into utopia and instead uh colossus answers this with well you know if i wanted to i could burn the world alive and i haven't done it <laughs> Which, uh-huh. <laughs> he also the thing that got it drives me nuts so colossus out of everybody should have a history with this this kind of greater good thing right mm-hmm. like colossus fled russia uh soviet russia like he lived on a, a collective th- farm like he, instead of being the kind of idiot that Jason Aaron writes him to be here, like he could be a character who has a background, you know, and these characters could talk to each other like they know each other instead of him just constantly going, ha 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 ha, love me, love me, marry me, ha 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 ha. Like, he, I don't know who he's writing him like, but it doesn't sound like Colossus. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it doesn't you know? even found, sound like 
corrupt Colossus would sound like. You know what I'm saying? No. Like you could you could make the logical leap in your brain to go, well, if he was corrupted and this Phoenix Force is kind of speaking through him, he would sound like X, Y, or Z. Like maybe he would put all people above the one person in every single example. Or like I mentioned earlier, like destroying things that are in his way because nothing matters to him except Kitty. So he just demolishes the school without question. And instead of going through all of this like I don't know, like, Kitty, don't be rude. Uh, kind of bullshit. Like, I just don't yeah. know where any of this is coming from. Um, he, he's Mr. Sinister. He's like a, he's like yeah. a less charming Mr. Sinister supervillain now. Um, you know? And, and eventually, she, he brings up, you know, Jean Grey and Rachel Summers and um, the fact that Kitty never questioned any of their actions. And she's like, well, I don't remember them locking up anyone who disagreed with, with them. And, like, they didn't. But I mean, Jean Grey no. notably could not control the Phoenix Force. <laughs> like, it's such a weird thing. <laughs> There's to a compare. whole planet of people who yeah. died. Jean Grey never tried to save lives with the Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Neither did Rachel like, Summers. Jean, I don't Jean think. Grey like, tr- stopped it from blowing up planets uh, through self-control, but never actually tried to improve the lives of anyone who exists now. You know, man, you got to think uh, about like. The, uh, whether he did it on purpose or not, like Chris Claremont making this whole Phoenix thing like an allegory for a woman's orgasm and then them just stretching that this metaphor to... <laughs> what if a woman's orgasm was stretched between five, five men? people? <laughs> <laughs> One of them is Russian for some reason. Uh, it's, it's a uh, lot. <clears throat> three men, of course. I just thought five men was funnier. The, uh, you know, she's just like, again, you know, they didn't lock people up. And instead of saying, yeah, but they also didn't, try to improve the world with, with this power. He instead says, you know, Oh, there are those who fear progress. Uh, he says he's disappointed in her and she decides to leave. She mentions the school and this sets him off. Yeah. He slams his hands down about the school. Wolverine's ridiculous daycare. Uh, you know, this is all you care about anymore. And like, there's some basis in this, right? So like before this Phoenix stuff and when Wolverine splits with Cyclops during schism, like this, they were a couple, like they were like a, they were in a relationship and then Colossus decided to stay with Cyclops and Kitty decided to go with Wolverine to the school. And that was like part of the out, the fallout from the whole schism thing. Um, mini schism. Say again? It was a mini schism. Side yes. schism. Side schism. <laughs> this is my side schism. She's my side I got, schism. I like to get a little, I like to get some, some sad schiz whenever I'm in Albuquerque. Oh God, schiz made that whole thing way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine and Cyclops. Skiz. Skiz. So, like, there's a little bit of, like, truth to this. And I can kind of see that maybe they're going for, like, oh, this is exaggerating. Colossus didn't like that at the time. And so now with the Phoenix Force, like, that's going, that that force is going to be multiplied. And now that he can, quote, unquote, do something about it, it still feels super dumb. It feels like. I just wish wish they hadn't drawn him, like, or written him like a jolly idiot. Exactly. Previous to this. Because that's not, he's mooting. Like Colossus has always been a broody artist. That's the whole, that's the whole point. That's the, the essential weird irony of his characters. He looks like a big brute, but he's a quiet, gentle artist. And they, they made him into a, you know, a, a cartoon character for this. Um, he's like, you know, she's like, you know, Hey, let's just uh, go to the school. You're right. Uh, they go to the school. We get to see um, toad teaching tongue fighting classes. Gross. You know, I want to without, uh, Tongues. On, on this page, uh, on the bottom left, we see Colossus like holding his hand out to the school, and I hadn't noticed mm-hmm. these this, this detail of his costume, which is all like all of the Phoenix costumes are like kind of yellow and yellow gold and red kind of armor looking stuff, like real flashy. But then he's got these belts 
underneath like his the, you armpit. You like those rib belts? <laughs> and like, what is the point of being the Phoenix if I got to like tighten some <laughs> shit? Like, I can't just have a costume. I just got to have a strap and a fucking buckle. Like, I'm a cosmic yeah. being now. Like, what the hell? Very sad to think of the Phoenix buckling its costume together. <laughs> I mean, and the fact that there's like three things on there means that it wasn't custom made for Colossus, which I thought was the whole point. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is like, was this originally for Namor and Namor had to like tighten it up a little bit more until he said no? <laughs> Namor wears not a belt. <laughs> it's just They're ridiculous. lucky where Namor wears clothes, if I'm being honest. Probably. Like, we're lucky as well. Um, Do you think his ding dong has little wings on the side? I like to think that he doesn't have uh, testes, that he just has two wings on each side. That's my... Yeah, two wings instead of testes. Yeah, exactly. They're still external, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just on the top, yeah, like at the work. base, just two little flappy flappies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Little flappy flappy, flappy floppy. Just enough to make somebody, uh, you know, sneeze if they're giving them a, a real deep blowjob. <laughs> Yeah, two weeks, which he likes. <laughs> which of course he does. He's a freak. He's a sneeze freak. The, um, <laughs> Namor the sneeze freak. <laughs> <laughs> new, new, type, new type of Atlantean king uh, found. Yeah. I, um, you know, so he's really upset. He's like, why would you choose this over me? You know, I have everything to offer you. And she's saying, stop this. This is what, you know, I, I, we've been on the X-Men side. Class is being awful during this. I'm no longer on Colossus' side. I hate how they wrote him. Yes. But. You know, and he's where he's like, what if I destroyed the school? Yeah, he's just moving to attack uh, the school. So like everybody shows up to defend him, uh, starting with Krakoa, because the, the you know, that's what the school is built on. Um, but it, of course, he escapes from there and it's just kind of uh, and then there's this really, really bad line where he's where Kitty, I hate it. Kitty is just like, you know, the state was already awful. Just go home. And he says, not until I get my good night kiss. And then just continues yeah, <laughs> to attack the Fucking X-Men. gross. I mean, like, what What are we going for here? Like, I mean, in, in terms of villainy, like, just what on the scale, like, this is awful, yes. But it's, like, despicable awful. Like, it's not even cool yeah. awful. And I, I uh, No. It, again, they just, they instantly turned. Yeah. You know? They instantly turned. Uh, I do, you know, it sucks because it's followed by a moment. Like, Husk is like, you have to get past the X-Men per- first. He's like, you are not X-Men. You know, I like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, we're the real X-Men. You, you're pathetic. As he just kind of takes them apart. I dig that. Like, I wish he had not said the goodnight kiss line, though. That's fucking disgusting. Um, he walks up to Kitty. Uh, she reaches and grabs his heart. You know, and it's like, don't make me do this. And he's like, how fitting, you know, but what do you expect to happen? Uh, and he, she, she burns, you know, it burns her arm. Um, and he says, you did that to yourself. I know that's meant to be a villain line. She did reach in and grab his heart. Um, you know, uh, basically he's like, I'm going to destroy the school. Tell them, you know, it, it's close for business. She says she'd rather die. She'll, you'll have to kill me first. And he's like, I could kill you and bring you back. Like I can do whatever I want. I'm the Phoenix. Uh, this is, you know, the Phoenix taking over. And the, the power corrupting him. And this is his, uh, he looks at the statue of Jean Grey that he's crumbled and realizes uh, he fucked up and flies away. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, I like the fact that he's, you know, he comes to himself in this. I think that the, if the idea here is that it was the Phoenix that was taking Kitty on the bad date, I just, I, that makes the Phoenix so incredibly shitty to me. <laughs> like, we keep finding evidence of stupid Phoenix. I mean, I, like if, if you're just going to make the Phoenix dumb, like, like, and then always, it's always sunny episode. Like if it's just going to be Danny, De- if it's just, if you just gave the Phoenix force to the, all, it's always sunny cast. Like this is the kind of shit that you would get. It would like, this would be Mac or Dennis actually would be more appropriate. This yeah. would absolutely. I don't be know Venus. about Reddit Phoenix. I, 
as as an idea. <laughs> I just don't you think know? it's good. Um, oh. And I like the idea that he has he's going to try to fight back against this. Um, but it's also weird because in the next three issues, like Colossus will show up and um, or not necessarily in all of them, but Colossus will show up in future issues and like we're not going to none of that. This is going to be reflected. No, in it. He's just going to be like really on the Phoenix side. Um, uh, Iceman and Angel land, and Iceman's like. Kitty, you were right. Scott's a maniac. He was trying to remove birth defects from Ukrainian kids. And that's not the kind of thing you can get behind. And yeah, she's, and I hate she that. gives him some sass. <laughs> I hate, I hate uh, removing birth, birth defects from Ukrainian kids, says Bobby yeah, Drake. I can't, I can't believe we stood by him. You were totally right. That, that, that guy's uh, putting rivers in the desert. And, you know, um, fucked up. He wanted me to rebuild the Arctic Ice Shield. It has something to do with the climate. I don't know, but I'm not going to do it. I'd rather be here and sweep. <laughs> Have, have you heard um, about the fault line? Because it's fixed now, but I I, I just think that's a bad yeah. thing. I don't. One, I just feel weird about it. One star, yeah. <laughs> says Bobby Drake. Yeah. Fucking, I fucking hate this. God damn it, Jason Aaron. I want to love you. Um, like, when you're good, you're very good. Uh, they um, they've been kind of building this Iceman Kitty Pride uh romance for a little while. Um, and she yeah. she she mentions it here. Like, if you ever actually get the nerve to to ask me out, like, don't take me to a seafood restaurant. And he's like, uh, okay, sure. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not a real huge fan of that. Uh, I don't I don't ship it, Gary. Is what I'm saying. Um, no. And I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not invested. And then we end on. Um, this, I was like, mistaken oh, a couple ahead. issues ago, episodes ago, where I thought that the Iceman gay stuff started here. It starts later okay. than this. Um, yeah, I was thinking about the North star. Uh, uh yeah, that makes sense. That happens. Yeah. Um, and then we end the issue on, uh, this, like, I guess, psych, excuse me, Colossus just walking alone <laughs> with fi- leaving fiery yeah. footprints in the snow and being all modeling. Feeling sad. I, what, uh, what the, a, just a, end of the incredible Hulk TV show theme playing. Right. Like this is just so just dramatic and over the top. It's, it's absolutely hilarious. So. Yeah. It's not it's not a very good issue. No, not at all. I, I I have in a general sense been disappointed in uh Jason Aaron's contributions to this crossover. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um for yeah, for a writer I generally like. I think that he does not have a good handle on some of these characters. Yeah, I uh and also just, you know, if it's really tough to do this with Colossus and I, I want to see the return on this. Like if he like he's he's got to come out of this um, as as something else, and at least through AVX eight in the main line, we're not going to see any of that. So it'll be I'll be curious if any of this is followed up on. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're just evil now. Yeah. So it's going to be followed up on in that we're going to get Namor being evil and Emma starting to be evil. Magic's next, and they're all going to die and give powers to Cyclops, and he's not going to be able to handle it. And he's going to kill Professor Xavier. There you go. End of po- um, end of podcast, everybody. Gary just outlined it for us. It's just uh, it's just I, the execution is what bugs me. Um, next couple issues, weirdly for New Avengers issues, we're we're out of the scrying pool. Yeah, uh, they're good. I think they're, I think they're cool. How do you it's it's what uh yeah what uh what Bendis is good at good good talks. Um, if you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv mm-hmm. and kick us some dollars. We'd appreciate it. Uh, you can also leave us ratings reviews on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. You can. You can also tell your friends, family, and coworkers all about the podcast. We very much appreciate that. Uh, I should have actually looked it up on Twitter. Someone did that recently. Someone was like, hey, here's these four X-Men podcasts, but I need more. And somebody was like, well, you should listen to this nice. one. Listen to ours. And I'm like, mm, 
if you like those four, those are like real serious podcasts. Like they do a lot of like we just make a lot of dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, they do more research. Yeah, absolutely. Do. Some podcasts do that. Not everyone has to. I definitely don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds exhausting. Yeah, some people will do that. Some people won't. <laughs> you know. Uh, until next time, take care, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>